90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, look at us, all rested and colored nicely. Well, who said I was rested, Sharon? <laughs> well, maybe I'm just talking about myself. I'm pleased okay. with my tan. <laughs> uh, I feel like I got enough sleep last night. And, uh, <laughs> okay, it's all about me. You guys look good, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> winning at life, winning at life. Yep. Yeah, we're doing our best, right? Yep. After six weeks uh, apart, I think. Yeah, it kind of went by pretty quickly. And yet at the same time, I think, hmm, maybe slow. Yep. I mean, I missed you guys. I missed our, our weekly uh, <laughs> chats and stuff like that. And yet at the same time, the weather was so erratic and like roller coastery. Mm-hmm. I had enough to complain about there. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man, like... It was a, a good break. We got to do other things, but now we're back for season 12 Crazy. of 90s Now, yep. which is like the 12th round of proof that uh, we are still happening. Yeah. And I have a surprise for the both of you that you don't know oh about. Oh my gosh. Is it a puppy? It involves... <laughs> no. Uh, Cece Peniston. Uh-oh. Oh, get out of here. When would you like to hear the story? Um, well, you know what? I want to hear it now. Okay. Do you want, <laughs> I think you that's a great tea. way to start the season. You do the tea great up, Sharon, way. and then I'll... And then I'll okay, yeah. how about that? You know yeah. what? We're going to kick off another fun season of all of our favorite things, 90s. We'll tell you uh, which of the greatest voices, songwriters, and musical giants wants to get together with another one of those, uh, whose name is Adele. <laughs> uh, we've got a peek into uh, the reboot of Frasier and how it's going to look without one of their originals. A couple of quick hits on some new music coming our way over the next few weeks. Uh, we're going to dust off your memory cards with um, Kelly's Trivia. We'll hit your musical muscle memory with a 90s rewind. And we're going to talk a rock dock that drives the line. Whoa! How about that, you guys? We just <laughs> lost our visual was, on Sharon. That was a roller coaster oh my ride of excitement. I know. I thought, let's do something crazy <laughs> out of the gate to prove how big a deal this uh, documentary, or the outcome of this documentary, I think, will be for yeah. Nickelback. So, yeah. all that aside, CeCe Peniston, go. So, for our new listeners, in case you know they haven't been around for all 12 seasons, <laughs> I don't know if it was around season, was it six or seven, Sharon, where I was able to um, uh, let Cece Peniston know. It might have been when we interviewed her, because I've interviewed her a couple of times. I know we, we did one together, uh, and yep. then I, I did one solo with her. And so, I mentioned to her how much like I love, like, obviously, m- most people, I would say most people, many people love her song, Finally, right? Like, that's the of jam. Course. That's the yeah. C.C. Benson jam. And For so, sure. um, but uh, my favorite C.C. Penison song is uh, We've Got a Love Thing. That's love it. it. And so, I told her this, and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I have vinyl. I will autograph it for you and send it to you. Get out of here. And so uh, I've been waiting for, we'll say six years, Sharon, like maybe five or six. Probably, this is probably. How about that vinyl, Cece? This is probably, (laughs) this is probably year six. So anyways, um, just last night, I posted a picture of uh, an interview that I did with um, Tate McRae, who's an amazing Canadian artist. And is getting to be very well known across the planet. Like she has 2.2 million Instagram followers. She's friends. She's like besties wow. with Olivia Rodrigo. 
she's doing her thing. So I posted this picture of my interview with her and Cece, I, I keep forgetting that Cece actually follows me on Instagram. Like I completely <laughs> forgot about that, which is very sweet to me. means a lot. And so <laughs> she, she writes and let's also preface this by again, like it was just a, a picture of me and Tate McRae, like has nothing to do with anything else. Like just me and Tate McRae. And Cece wrote us a note right here. She goes, I still have your vinyl in my office, LOL. It has your name on it, too. Uh (laughs) Wow. And so then I wrote back, it's been worth the wait. And uh, and, uh, crickets. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, don't comment on my comment. (laughs) So I don't know if this means I'm getting it. I don't know if, because as you know, just before the end of season 11 on our show, I happened to mention that she had mentioned something to me a few months ago about this vinyl. So she said, please email my management and they'll give me your address and I'll send it to you. And so I did that, and I received a communique back from management saying, like, they would pass it along. Saying, who is this? (laughs) So anyways, the whole situation is that Kelly is still waiting on the We Gotta Love Thing vinyl. It's almost, uh, it's as good, I think, than, uh, it's as good as having the actual vinyl, knowing that she knows that you know that she still hasn't sent it. (laughs) Years later. (laughs) She knows who she knows who you are. Yeah, yeah. And what I love is that there's a vinyl in her office that she's in, I'm sure, several times a week that has my name on it. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gave me some comfort and some solace. So <laughs> You should get we you know what we should do? We should get some uh 90s now post-it notes uh created. <laughs> yeah. And send her some and, and boop, have her stick yeah. one on the vinyl. Send this. Because I'll clearly <laughs> never get it. I'm clearly never getting this final. So <laughs> you know what? The next time she says something, you can say prove it. Yeah. Can you take a picture? <laughs> I, I just send it. For proof of <laughs> <Or> life. Take, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take the picture, please uh, please forward. Yeah. Anyways, oh my gosh, that's, my, that's a great um, update. That's my kickoff to season twelve, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's yeah. only going to be downside, d- down the slope from here. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the it could have been. It could have been the kickoff to season seven. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Been. Well, you know what we talked. We talked about that documentary, uh, or we we teased a little bit before we started uh, talking about Cece. But the documentary for Nickelback that uh, had some time at the Toronto International Film Festival, or as festival goers call it, TIFF. Yep. <laughs> Um, now the deal is, I think that anytime that you mention the name Nickelback to anybody, uh, the idea that, uh, the lover hate, uh, side gets chosen, which is kind of interesting at this point, this many years later, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and also this many millions of albums sold, and not just like a couple of million, many millions of albums sold millions of concert tickets sold stadiums filled uh is the indication of how much fans love nickelback but it's one of those things and i think if you know that it bothers someone kind of like if you're the sibling and your younger sibling you're trying to needle them if you know that it bothers them you're going to keep doing it it's simple Mm -hmm. that's those are the rules of family engagement right so you don't have to love nickelback if they have a new album You just don't buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Or you don't download it or you don't whatever with it. But what they seem to be uh, uh, 
uh, implying, if not saying straight out, there's only so much you can take about people asking you every single day, what do you think about the haters? What do you think about people who hate your guts? <laughs> you know, so finally, uh, this documentary that's called Hate to Love, uh, at least from Chad's perspective, he's over it, he says. He says, we made a documentary, everybody can watch it, and now from this day forward, if anybody asks that question in the press, it's like the end of the interview. He says, so if you want to end an interview, that's all you have to say, and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I cannot wait, because that's also a, a little tease too, right? Yeah. For someone to go, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask. So that video will no doubt appear at some point. Ryan Peak, who is the guitar player, one of them, um, one fourth of Nickelback, he says, you know what? We get to take the narrative. We get to actually tell our version of how, you know, how it feels to turn the other cheek as much as you can. And then at some point it's like, here's our take on it. So that's what the documentary, uh, gives us Mm -hmm. i love that uh, this is it though like don't bother i like i said though i think the only reason why anybody would ask about the haters would almost just see what kind of reaction you get Mm -hmm. like an older brother bugging their little brother i'm glad that chad put this out though because i think it's it is enough like you know it's enough now like it's so enough and and it's like why and like how many like and how many answers are you expecting them to give out like it's it sucks and it sucks that they've had to deal with it for 20 years or 25 years or whatever it is so it's enough now yeah and it it really does boil down to if you don't like something you don't buy that thing you don't listen to that thing you don't whatever why would you hate it yeah. Because you're hating what millions of other people love, just let them do their thing. It's it's funny. People have to pick a side, though. I think that's a cultural uh, um, phenomenon. You have to have an opinion. You got to stick with it. You can't change your mind. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I know that, you know, there's other celebrities or artists that have to deal with this stuff, too. Like, I know for a long time, you know... Like, I'll just use my, my person, which is Janet. Like, she, she, and she, she had to deal with many layers of it. Like, she had to deal with when she was just starting to hit, like, with control. It was like when she would do interviews, there's like, you could find clips online where it's like, so what does brother Michael think of blah, blah, blah? You know, it could never be just her. And then it went from, from that to then, like, you know, skip two albums ahead where she's like a bona fide star, a million percent at this point. Like, she was already that in control, but like a million percent. And then asking her about, well, what do you think about Michael's sexual allegations and his lawsuit? Like, it's like, stop it already. It's like, she's not him. Why are you asking her, you know? And what do you think you're going to get from asking, asking someone that question? They're not going to answer the question. So they really are just trying to get under their skin to see what sort of a reaction. They don't expect an actual answer, yeah. mm-hmm. but they want to go on record as getting yeah. a reaction or they from think, them. Or they think that they're going to be, or they're, or they're, um, they're super naive to think that they're going to be the one that gets it. You know what I mean? Like, or they're, or they're feeling yeah. their oats and they're like, maybe I'll be the one that gets this. Like, I'm going to get this answer. No, you're not. And then you're going to create no, a sense of mistrust in the other person. And, and your interview is in, in effect over at this point because you've, you've not shown them goodwill. So they're not going to give you much back. They're going to, they're going to verbify Nickelback. Because it'll be like that for everybody. You bring up the haters and it'll be like, you've been nickelbacked. Yeah, exactly. They should, that's exactly. That should be a verb now. Good for you, Sharon. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm here for you, nickelback. Yeah. Um, on we go, Kel. Are you ready to uh, launch us into yet another season of yep. brain teasing? <laughs> I hope I hope we get an answer trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to start I off. Did. Do we have the sound effect, Adam? 
Let's do it. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. So I feel like it's only only right that we start off season 12 with a hard one because <laughs> oh. like oh yeah we have to you know what is it? there's a saying isn't it like something like you do it as you mean to go on or whatever like there's something about like give it give it that your- doesn't sound like anything i've ever heard before I think it that's sounds an like irish you're making thing. stuff up i think that's an irish <laughs> thing so all that to say is art and literature is question number one here we are oh which yep. 1993 dystopian novel by lois lowry explores a society that has eliminated pain and suffering by conforming to sameness. The sameness? To sameness. Yeah. Sharon. Go, Sharon. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, nice. No. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Is that That's it? a great guess, though. Yeah. Thank you. Great yeah. guess means wrong answer. Yeah, yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah. That's well, my- it's better than my answer, which is I don't freaking know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you couldn't have paid me money to know this. Uh, the Giver. Shouldn't you should have admitted that you knew it? I think. Don't like even just lie to us. I can't believe you guys didn't <laughs> know this one. You don't remember the Giver? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm gonna try that okay. when you're you're least like like not suspecting it, Sharon. And I'll say it with confidence, so then you'll believe me. Precisely, and no yeah. disrespect to Lois Lowry. Imagine I was just doing a, I was just doing other things in 1993 and not reading books. That's like that's a handful of a name, Lois Lowry. You know what I mean? She's gonna write you a letter. But why? It's a great name, but it's a lot. Like you you can't you have to be focused when like imagine as an announcer if you said that. Like, if you're like, hey, it's Lois Lowry on Shom 97.7, like, you'd have to... Why'd you put her on my station? Why'd you put her on yours? Because I was pretending that she, <laughs> that, I was, that she was you, that you were her. <laughs> Anyways, she could be on mine. Uh, all right, the, the next one is a sport question. And as okay, we, I can do this. Okay, yeah, and same. as we mentioned, Ooh. again, if we have new listeners uh, to the show, uh, these are 90s trivia cards, and I don't write the words. Here we are. Which slammin'... <laughs> Wait, wait, mark. wait. I didn't hear you. Start that again. Which slamming pitcher led the National League in strikeouts for the 1997 season? And by the way, if you're new to the show, Adam was three. I don't know my baseball players from the 90s. Um, Babe Ruth. No, uh, that's the 1890s. Exactly. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Early 1900s. Uh, Cal, yes. why don't you, can you give us uh, initials? CS. CS. I feel like you will know. But I, uh, I, I say uh, I feel like. Kurt you, Schilling. There we are. Good job, Sharon. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yep. Strong start to the season. I needed some help. <laughs> strong start means tough questions and by the way before you move on a uh, quick shout out to your t-shirt that was given to you and me uh from kentucky yeah shane. yeah kentucky shane our one of our faithful listeners who by the way this is his retirement year did you see that i did see that pretty so, amazing uh but shane's like him. shane has to be like what 49 like he's not uh He's only 49? I feel like, well, he maybe needs to private message us this, but, like, he's not much older. Like, I feel like he's between you and I, right? Because you're nine years older than me. <laughs> she used to be nice in season 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like, I don't even know. Like, do you think, do you think Shane is, like, in his 50s? Like, I don't know. 
That's a good question. Well, if he's able to retire at any age, mm-hmm. good for him. Yep. Yep. And no doubt he's had uh, an impact on his students over the course of the last many years based on the nice posts we've had access to over the last yep. few. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's one of those teachers, I think, that, uh, that kids will remember and appreciate mm-hmm. as, uh, as you know, they grow up and in, into into adulthood. So good for him. Yeah, and I was it was funny because when I saw the post where he said it's my last first day, right? That's what he put on his social media. Um, yeah, I was I I was happy for him, but immediately sad for the students that won't get a chance to have Shane as a teacher. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, keep on keeping on, Shane. Because yep. soon it's going to be this is the last first Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to be this is the last. <laughs> First of October, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> and last his students Halloween. are going to be like, can you stop it? I yeah. kind of want to miss you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So we mentioned uh, the uh, name drop of who it is that wants to work with Adele. It's Shania Twain mm-hmm. who wants to work with Adele. One of the greats that wants to work with one of the greats, right? She, she says she loves everything about what she does musically and on stage. She actually went to one of her shows as subtly and undercover as Shania Twain could, and yet wasn't spotted by Adele because Adele has since said on social media that she would have self-combusted had I seen you. She said, I adore you, which is great. So I can't imagine that that uh, collaboration is too far off. Mm-hmm. Um, what's cool also is that Shania Twain is getting set for her third residency in Las Vegas, uh, an extended stay that'll start in May. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, I don't think she's got much action happening in June, July, but, uh, the other months, there's a good, uh, handful of shows straight through to the end of the year that you can, uh, um, investigate tickets on if you want to check that out. And the fun thing is that she, she does, uh, a dollar from every ticket purchase that gets donated to, uh, a fund that helps program, uh, sorry, that has programs that help educate, inspire, and empower children in vulnerable communities. So, um, she's already, collected in the neighborhood of uh, over $1.5 million for an, uh, the organization called Shania Kiss Can, right? Or Kids Can, I think it was a typo. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good for her, good for you. You get to see her live and you'd be yep. doing something good at the same time. And what she's also done is released the uh, 25th anniversary edition of Come On Over, 25th anniversary of that album. So the re-release included a few extras, which is also super fun for Mm -hmm. fans. Amazing. Love her. Love Adele. Can't wait for the club. Oh, that'll be great. Um, Because we know it'll happen too. Remember Shania was on uh, Kelly Clarkson and she, she, she liked the Kelly Clarkson. What was the name of the four sisters that she had on? And she said, I want to work with you. And when we see each other at the Grammys, why don't you? It was a a sister group, right? Yeah, Adam's yeah, yeah. Be quick no, it wasn't the Grammys. It. it it was um, uh, the Country Music Awards. The CMAs. Yeah. Okay. She had them on there, and they were, and so it was a total like she put it out there and she followed through and did it. So I I can't imagine her not doing the same with Adele. You know. Yep. So, um, Fraser, we were talking about uh, the reboot of Fraser a lot last season. Mm-hmm. So what's cool is that uh, it's going to happen in just a few weeks from now, in October. And the angle that they're taking with the missing element that is uh, John Mahoney as Fraser's dad is that his son, Freddie, who's now a grown-up, mm-hmm. um, will will be the presence and, and actually in character is quite a lot like 
Fraser's dad. So it's neat because it, they're implying that there's kind of a, a strained relationship between the two of them. And uh, that'll be a, a running thing or running theme rather throughout this reboot, which is good because yeah. they need that. I think yeah. Fraser and Niles's hoity uh, educated tone that they have was always so quickly grounded by a, a one line from yep. <laughs> John Mahoney's character. So that will be cool. Also yep. that, um, that there will be a bar, yep. a neighborhood bar called Mahoney's, which will be the, the yep. other way that they will pay tribute to him. I'm excited also for any appearance by BB New Earth. So. Oh, no kidding. Love her. Gosh. And uh, it's not like it's going to be on regular old TV, though I think at this point, when it comes to streaming platforms, everybody's pretty used to accessing things like Paramount Plus, which is where you'll find the uh, Fraser reboot. Yep. Yeah. So I mentioned also a couple of quick music hits. I think it's awesome that um, also in October, Rolling Stone's new album, first, I think think it's 18 years, um, they've been at it for more than 60. <laughs> and the new song from this album called Hackney Diamonds is called Angry. And it's really good. Yeah, I listen to it. Like it's, it's straight up like, okay, it's, it's totally sounds like the Stones, but it doesn't sound like, you know, uh, an 80 year old lead singer <laughs> fumbling through a rock song. It's like, <laughs> he's still doing it, man. Yeah. Like, I remember even like heading into the beginning of our favorite decade where Mick Jagger was like, people were like, Hey, man, are you still doing this? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's do like, we know yeah. If, do we know if they recorded the album? Like, has it been like six years it's been recorded or they've just recently recorded the album? Uh, I think it's pretty recent because, um, I don't, I don't recall if Charlie Watts is on the album at all. Yeah. Might be one song that he's on, because he um, died. In and they August have Bill of- Wyman come back and do a song too, in tribute to Charlie Watts. So yeah, uh, it's relatively new. Yeah, it's called Hackney Diamonds. So you look for that on October twentieth. Uh, and the other, yeah, before will oh, you sorry, play? The, will you, I know, I know, I know. We have to wrap up, but will you guys play that on Chum? Oh yeah, we already are. Oh yeah, okay, amazing, great. Okay, yeah. As soon as it was available, we were on it. Okay. Yeah, you can't not play New Stones. You know, and th- that's the the best part is that there are bands that release new music, new rock bands, or sorry, rock bands that release new music that you think you that they would automatically get played. They're not always great. Yeah, well, that's it. That's what so I. So was... if you have the chance to play the song that everybody loves or the songs uh, that everybody loves, you're going to err on that. I think ahead of something that may not stand up as strongly as the others, mm-hmm. but. I always think there's room for everything, you know, like even if you hit a new one a couple of times just to give people a taste of it and decide for themselves. Um, but that's the way, that's the way my wheels spin. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. New music. Since the holidays are right around the corner. <laughs> right around. I almost said that with a straight face. They're not around the corner. Yeah. It's September. Um, but we have had access to school supplies for many weeks now. And <laughs> those will probably be out the door in a few minutes. And so they can make way for, uh, you know, Christmas decorations. Uh, we can also be spending some musical quality time with Cher. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yep. I'm so happy about this. Because it's her first Christmas album. How did that happen? <laughs> Can't wait to hear. I don't even know. Can you, can you imagine right? like uh, a way in a manger with a vocoder that she's getting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Because <laughs> even when she took on uh, ABBA after being in... Um, oh, I forgot about that. Mamma Mia. Yeah. The second Mamma Mia. Yeah. Um, 
you could tell that she was just wowed by the music that she was present for when it happened in real time. But it was like she was taken right back there and inspired to do it herself. So I wonder what it is that uh, that made her feel all holiday like. But she's all in. She posted on Instagram uh, saying, kind of, who's with me? <laughs> so it's going to be Christmas for uh, 2.6 million plus share uh, fans when she releases this album. Yeah, can't wait. Um, uh, you know what's going to sound good is her voice on rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yep. funny. Yep. It's funny because it's possible. Yep. Now, uh, let's see. Did I do this? And you know what happened? My computer gave me some grief. So I'm going to just try to find something that uh, would fuel my, um, you know, 90s rewind, which I thought in essence would bring us, I thought we would go right to the heart of our favorite decade, which would have been 1995. Mm -hmm. And before my computer gave me attitude before, <laughs> I was on this uh, fun site where I like to collect my chart information. And I'm pretty sure that that's the website that messes me up when my computer goes wonky. So bear with me, you guys. We're good. So I'll, I'll go through it quickly because I thought even within the top 10 songs, if I were to grab a handful of them, it would make all of us happy because we would get to hear Hootie and the Blowfish only want to be with you. Yeah. Great yep. song. We'd get to hear Boombastic by Shaggy. Shaggy. <laughs> and his Orlando accent. Uh, we'd get to hear Waterfalls by TLC. That's a weird lineup if you're going to listen to all of them back to back. But carry I on, know. Sharon. <laughs> it's like it's like essential 90s playlist, right? How about this one uh, that I know will make at least Kelly happy? Runaway Yay. from Janet Jackson. Right? And then number one at this time in 1995, I thought at least for back to season 12, back to school vibes with a tip of the cap to our friend Kentucky Shane, we would go to Coolio and LV and Gangsta's Paradise. Yay. So there's that. See, arms up in the air. You're waving them around like you just don't care. That's yeah. And that's that's your 90s rewind. The Good first job, four, season 12. Thank you, Sharon. Thanks, you guys. Great chat. Yeah. Good kickoff to season 12. We're back, you guys. And thank you very much for finding us wherever it is that you do. Do you want to throw in anything more before we say a goodbye? No, I'm done for Sissoir. That's enough of me. See you I next done. week. I'm out. Yeah, man. I'm I gotta out. run. I'm so hungry. Give me some food. <laughs> He's hangry. We gotta go. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, for finding us wherever it is that you do and uh, spreading the good word. Welcome once again to another fun season of 90s Now. Still happening.